That's it on the back. I wrestle with two or three messages. So if I don't have the right one, we'll just preach another one. And I try to be brief. I know some of you don't like long, long preaching. But I like to preach long myself. God is good to us. And I sure do thank Him for allowing me to come here and preach this, this morning. In a few weeks I've got to preach to you. And I, I hope as I, I come to preach to you, um, I wanted to try to encourage you. I don't like to beat people over the head. Now if I was a pastor of church somewhere or another, I'd beat them over the head sometimes. Uh, and the Word of God can do that very easily. Amen. The man of God can do that very easily too. Uh, but I uh, wanted to kind of in, encourage you uh, to uh, worship God and kind of encourage you in your salvation that what you've got is real, it's genuine, it works, and it'll continue to work throughout all eternity. If you've got it, it'll work. But if you've got it, exercise it. Amen? Uh, faith works. So, if faith works, then work your faith. All I've got to say, uh, let it work. Because faith is, is great, and we need to operate in faith. And that's how we operate, by grace, through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Faith's good if you got it. If you ain't got it, pray for more of it. And if you need more of it, go to church and listen to preaching. You can get some more faith. Uh, go to Sunday school class, you can get some more faith. Listen to choir saying, you can get some more faith. Amen? Uh, and uh, people want to know how to get faith. Well, listen. You get faith. Amen? Uh, I had a, a little thought came to me out of the book of uh, Genesis. And uh, when Adam and them, Eve sinned and was hiding, and they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden. Isn't that something? Heard a voice in the garden. Walking in the garden. Now, that's a thought. I need to go back and iron to that, the voice. And I come to... Uh, John 1, in the beginning was the Word, so the Word had to be the voice, all the way back there in the book of Genesis, amen, walking in the garden with Adam, and wonder what the, I wonder what the voice said to Adam. I don't know how long he met with him in the garden, I don't know how long he walked with him in the garden, but oh Adam, when he came out there, he was a smart, educated man, he knew about God, first thing God wanted Adam to know is about who he was, Amen. Yeah, everything I'm in existence and why God made everything and did it like He did it, amen. And He gave that to Adam in the beginning, to the first man He educated, the first man ever walked on this earth, and He walked with Him, amen. And He educated him. And as Adam walked through life, He educated the people down through life for 930 years, amen. That man lived on this earth, and He educated the people in that time. So they're not going to, they don't have an excuse. Amen. When they stand before the judgment of God of not knowing, there ain't nobody got an excuse for not knowing. Amen. God's always had a witness. He's always had a people. Amen. Amen. And today He's got you. He's got the church. Amen. He's always had a witness. Amen. And somebody that would declare His name. Amen. And lift up His name. Now, His name is most important. Uh, the Ten Commandments we got. Amen. The first of those is, Amen, uh, to worship God and not to bow down to any other God. Amen. So, uh, make any images of any of Him because you don't know what He looks like. So, don't be making nothing to look like Him because you don't know what He looks like. Amen. He's God. Amen. Told Israel, you don't know how to look like. So, don't make nothing. Bless God. Amen. And the likeness, bless God, because you don't know what I look like. Amen. Ah, right. Now, 
But we know what Jesus looks like. He looks like us. He looked like us. Amen? And so he came like us um, so we could be like him. And that's, uh, that's the end result of the thing is that we uh, might be conformed to the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the purpose of God, to make me just like Jesus. Amen? And so he saved me by grace and I got Jesus in me. Now I'm just working now to try to get more like God, have the, have the um, attitude of God. And uh, to be more like God, so uh, that ought to be the goal in your life is to be more like God, amen? To more like the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and so everybody wants to be like some movie star or somebody else, but I just want to be like Jesus, amen? Now, I tell you, he was a whole lot different, bless God, than the people of this world are, bless God. Now, Jesus, bless God, had all the attributes, bless God, of God. And he was as much God as God is. Amen. Bless God is as much man as man is. Amen. Bless God he had the power of Almighty God to uh, speak it in and speak it out. But he also come in a human body. Bless God and, uh, and, and got tired and had to eat. Bless God and rest just like we do. Amen. And so now he knows both sides of it. He's God's perfect man. Bless God and God's perfect man died for an unperfect people so we could be perfect like him. Thank God, amen, for that, amen. So we're just working on it, amen, amen. Just work your faith, amen. And so if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you've got to, got to mature it, amen. Now, uh, I thought of this, uh, you can have revival, but maintaining revival is hard. Amen, you can get revived, but maintaining that is hard. You don't have to pray a lot to maintain it, amen. So now, you pray for just a minute this morning. I won't, I'll try not to take real long, um, but um, I hope you're a happy people when you leave. Amen, over in the book of uh, uh, Chronicles and uh, chapter 7 there, and it says they, when he built the temple, and the Lord came down to the temple and offered up sacrifices, and after seven days, he had to run the people off. <laughs> Hope it gets that way in church. We've got to run them off, and they went home glad and merry at heart. Amen. When you leave church, you ought to leave that way. But if you're unsaved, that's God, you lost to that. God, you can't leave that way this morning. Amen. You can leave with a burden on your heart. Bless God. to eat you up. Bless God. Amen. For the rest of your life. Bless God. If you're not saved when you leave this building this morning. And so that's, uh, that's our end result is uh, getting, getting people saved by the grace of God. That's the reason why I preach. Amen. Now, I don't preach to your flesh. Your flesh can't understand what I'm preaching. I preach to the, your spirit. Amen. Now, this is spiritual thing. This is not fleshly thing. I, the brother that sang up, got up here and, and told you, uh, bless God, he wasn't entertaining you. Bless God, he's, he's a singing to our spirit. And our spirit was singing to God. Amen. This is a spiritual thing. You may show up in the body, bless God. Amen. But it's a spiritual thing. Amen. Hallelujah. If you can do it by yourself, forget it. Amen. Hallelujah. This is a spiritual thing. Amen. We're in a spiritual warfare. We got a battle. Amen. Let's got it. And so just enlist in the army. Let's got and get in the thing. Amen. Amen. And be the church of the living God. All right. Uh, Luke chapter 12. For just a few minutes. Now, uh, now uh, I usually preach out of, of the New Testament. From Romans to Philemon. That's for church. Now, this is, uh, this is uh, written and about Jewish uh, peoples uh, and to the Jew people and uh, their relationship to God. Jesus came to reveal himself. So he has, um, um, uh, in this uh, scripture here, uh, takes the last um, uh, commandment in your Bible and it teaches on covetousness. And uh, I know nobody here don't do that. 
You don't covet, do you? <laughs> but I'll be brief. There's two commandments in the Bible. Let me throw this out here. Right, right, heard him, and see if you're, see if you're perfect. What is the greatest commandments in the Bible? It says what? For love, the Lord thy God, with all thy heart, soul, strength. Amen. You do that. Anybody here can do that. Anybody here done that? You're not a thought. Come to church and ain't nobody in here done that. The next one is to love thy neighbor or your neighbor as yourself. You done that? Isn't that something? But you know what? I know somebody that done that. His name is Jesus. You know how I do that? I do that in Him. Amen. I do that in Him. He done it. I got in Him. And everything He done, I've done it. So I have to do that in Him. You can't do that by yourself. You have to do it in Jesus. Everything you do, you'll have to do in Him. Now, He already done that. He took care of that. Well, He already kept all them Ten Commandments. Amen? I can't do that. I get in Him. He kept them for me. You got me now? Now, listen to for just a minute. Amen? I'm not real important, but Jesus is. And you're not really important and you ain't that good in case you want to know, but Jesus is. Amen? That's the reason why you've got to brag on Jesus. You can't brag on yourself. That's the reason why He is all in all and you're not. Amen? He is. He, he's, he's God. Amen? All by Himself. Let's go. And you're coming to church don't make Him no more God than He is. Amen? Let's go. And you worship Him don't make Him no more God than He is. Amen? He's God all by Himself. Amen? And we don't make Him God. Amen? He is who He is. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Just worship Him who He is. Amen? Glory to God. I like to see church out, but amen, we need to preach to Him once in a while. Alright? Now, 13th verse. If you want to stand, that's fine. I'll, and I'll read right hurriedly. Now, uh, God's doing things. He ain't quit doing stuff. He ain't quit convicting people. He's not quit saving people. He's not quit blessing. God's not quit. He's not give up on us. Amen? We're still people of God. Amen? Alright? Now then, let me hurry. Now I don't want to read all this, but, I, but I, I'll read it so uh, we can get a starting place. And one of the company said unto him, Master, speak to my brother, uh, that he divide uh, the inheritance with me. It's all about stuff, ain't it? You ever notice it's all about things? Your life's all about things. It's all about pills. And things and stuff and money. Bless God, and it's all about stuff. Your problems is about stuff and about things and if I can get this and if I can get that. It's all about stuff, amen? So it's about stuff and who's got stuff is most important people has got stuff. Everybody's got stuff, got more problems than you've got because bless God they have to take care of their stuff, amen? Alright, now. And he said unto him, Man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. And we are too, too. Covet the right things. Covet to be like Jesus. Amen. Covet power and anointing of the Holy Ghost of God. Amen. Now, alright. For a man's life consists not of the abundance of things which he possesseth. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? 
Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul. You ever do that? You ever talk to yourself? You ever talk to your soul? I'll just tell you what I want you to do, soul. David talked to his soul. Soul. Amen. Everything that's in me. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. Amen. You can talk to yours too. Tell you what to do every once in a while. Amen. Amen, your soul. Amen. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. That's what he said. Amen. And forget not all of his benefits. Bless God, amen. Don't forget that. And uh, that's 103, 104. Amen. Said uh, again, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that's within me. Right? Now listen to me. Now, that's not talking about your flesh. It's talking about soul. Now, what I want to preach on today for just a minute when I get there. Hang on just a minute. Amen. And this will I do. I'll pull down my barns. I'll build greater. I will store my fruits to uh, fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, uh, Thou hast much good laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Who shall those things be which thou hast provided? So it is that he that layeth up treasures for himself and is not rich towards God. Father, we love you. Yes. We thank you this morning for allowing us to be in this building with this people, God. We pray this morning by the word of God, by the power of the Holy Spirit of God, your people be blessed and be touched and be helped and be encouraged. And God, we bless you and thank you. God, anoint the word, anoint the man. And thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. Now, I don't want to take a real long time here, but a man's life is not in the bunch of things he possesses. That don't make who you are. Now, you can have a lot of things. And God don't care if you've got $2 million. God don't care if you've got $4 million, as long as He's God of the $4 million and you're not. He don't care how much you've got. He don't care what you've got. He don't care, bless God, if you own lands and cattle and hills and whatever else, bless God. He don't care how much you've got. God's a blessing, God. Amen? But don't let that be your God. Amen? Don't let that take the place of God. There's a young man uh, that started the church. He got saved, and, and then he started the business. Amen? And uh, he was tithing. He was coming to church real often, bless God. Every time the door was open, he was tithing in church. But his, he got to getting more stuff and the building and uh, the business got bigger and bigger and he started missing church and he stopped tithing as much as he did and after a while he just quit church, amen? And he didn't come to church no more, bless God. And so one day the preacher got worried about him and got thought and decided to go see him, amen? And so as he went to see the young man, amen, we'll just call him Johnny. Hope he ain't the Johnny in the building today, but if you have, I hope you're rich, amen, whoever you are, amen? But I mean, anyhow, he went to see Johnny, and he said, Johnny, he says, I noticed you quit coming to church. And I noticed that you're not tithing anymore. And he said, Johnny, what's the matter? Well, he said, preacher, I said, my business got so big, amen, that, uh, that uh, I was making so much money that I couldn't tithe on it. This guy couldn't give it to the church. And, uh, and the business got so big, I didn't have time for, uh, to leave the business and go to church. And uh, he said, now, I just, just had to quit. Just had to drop it, bless God, and just, just do my business, amen. And that preacher said, Johnny, do you care if I pray for you? 
And the preacher started praying, Lord. You see, Johnny used to come to church, and he used to tithe. But Lord, you've blessed him so much, and he's got so much stuff now, and so much money he can't tithe, and so much business, but it's God that he can't come to church no more. So Lord, would you take some of this stuff away from Johnny? So would you, so he could come to church, and so he could tithe. And uh, pretty soon Johnny said, Preacher, stop praying, stop praying. I'll be at church Sunday, and I'll tithe, and I'll come all the time now, bless God. Just don't ask God to take it away from you. Now, you know what? Now, that's not real important. That stuff is not, amen. Now, God's important, amen. And your relationship with God's important, bless God. And what you do, bless God, for God is important, amen. And so, here's a man, bless God, that thought that his stuff, amen, was the most important uh, uh, thing in the world. Uh, what... Uh, covetous is it's an unquenchable thirst to get more. If you can get more, you think you'll be happy. And if you can get this, you think you'll be happy. And if you can get that, you think you'll be happy, bless God. But when you get that, you find out that don't make you happy, bless God. And when you get the new car, bless God, and you find out that that don't make you happy, bless God. And when you got a million dollars in the bank, you find out that's not a, not satisfied your soul. But it's a desire to have more and more. If I can just get more, I'll be happy, amen. Now, and most of us are like that. Now, we want more. If you got a car, you want another. Bless God. If you got a house, you want another bedroom. And if you got a kitchen, you want some more stuff in it, bless God, amen. You just want some more stuff, bless God. That counts ain't no good, so I'll get me another couch, bless God, I won't get me a recliner this time, bless God, and then it's always what, amen, things, and it's always stuff, and boy, I'd be better if I had, you get the recliner, bless God, then you hurt your back, and you can't dress, bless God, amen, you have to go to the chiropractor, because the recliner, bless God, just ain't any good, amen, and all that stuff, bless God, you find out, bless God, it's just not working, amen, hallelujah, now, things and stuff, don't get it done, amen, you find out if you don't, don't have God first in your life. You God, I don't care what you got. It'll rot. It'll fade. It'll fall. Amen. Things and stuff are not permanent. It's put you to leave. Amen. So, and your body is not put here permanently. It'll leave. Or you'll leave the body. And this is what I want to try to preach on this morning. Amen. Yours going to fall apart. We got some little ladies on the front here. I think they come from the rest home. Amen. Theirs is, is falling apart. You look at me, mine's falling apart. It ain't what it used to be. It don't do what it used to be. I get the house and I can think like I'm 16 years old. Amen. And I can go out there and bless God, I've got things to do. I go out there in 15 minutes. I'm back in the house to lounge. Bless God. I just can't do that. Amen. Now, it'll fall apart on you, bless God. So don't depend on that too much, bless God, because it just is not here permanently. It's going to leave. Amen. All right. Now, uh, but uh, he was, it just have more stuff. Amen. Just to be happy if I had the things. Amen. Now, and if you got them better clothes, and pretty soon the clothes is out of style and you don't look good in them no more. So you've got a real problem in this world, friend. Amen. I mean, I thank God for this. My stuff is old. I mean, I had old timers the other day. What I wore was old. It's been old for a long time. Amen. So I'm not worried about old stuff. I wear it. Bless God. And someday to come back into style again and say, boy, that's good. Amen. I mean, so just keep wearing it. Come back in style one day. Bless God. Holy britches. Bless God. I wore them when I was little. Now they buy them from by the hole. Amen. I wonder where the hole was. I said, where's the rest of the pants at? Amen. But they got holes in them. Amen. Now, I had you wear that way back counter. Bless God. And it's a shame to wear them. Now, bless God. Hey, got a pair with a hole in it. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. A pre-made hole. So anyhow, you know what? We, we, got, a, we got problems. Amen, with a little self. Uh, but you notice the rich man uh, here in the Bible. Uh, so uh, he, he thought if he could just get more, amen, he would be better. Amen. You know what? He began in triumph. And then he blessed God, our uh, Lord, in a tragedy. He started out big, 
Pretty soon he didn't have nothing. Sometimes she looks good, looks big. Next thing you know, you don't have nothing. Amen. It's, that's how you finish. It counts. Amen. Not how you start. <laughs> Amen. Most of us started sin or lost without God on our way to hell. Bless God. Us sinning all the time. We could sin. Bless God. And everything we can do. Bless God. But it's how you're going to end up that counts. Amen. When it comes down to the end time, bless God. When bless God, you draw the life spits in your life. Bless God. How's it going to work then? Amen. You're going to end in time. Bless God. Bless God. Or you're going to end in disaster. Amen. Bless God. How's it going to end? Amen. Amen. Not how you start, but how's it going to end? Amen. 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 Right time. One time. Church. I'm going to end in victory because they sang it this morning. Bless God. I'm going to end, bless God, in triumph. Bless God. Because I'm saved by the grace of God. Amen. I'm going to end with a new body. Bless God. This is more out. Bless God. I get a new one. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, I know some of you people say that's the most peculiar people ever, preacher I've ever seen in my life. I don't care. I'm the black sheep of them all. Amen. Bless God. Amen. I've had, now, I see, if I didn't preach like I did, you wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> Amen. So, hallelujah. God's good. Amen. He just made one of them. about and they oh, and then people say, "Well, well, preacher, how come you preach like that?" I don't know. Just it's all the way God made me. Amen. Now, so uh, when the end's better than the beginning, that's a good thing. I started ten minutes. <laughs> we end more now. I mean, that's good. Amen. Now, I'll, I'll hurry. Now, you know, you run out of time before you start. Well, since you're not having church tonight, I can preach two hours. Can right, hang on. Now, and he spake a parable unto him, saying, The ground of a certain rich man, I brought forth plentiful. And I, so, and he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Now, you ever ask yourself a question, What am I going to do with this? Got all this stuff out, What am I going to do with it? You ever talk to yourself? That brother over there is going to drive a school bus, amen? He's been talking to yourself a lot. Amen. You talk to him at a church, amen. He's been talking to himself a lot. You talk to yourself? I talk to myself a lot. I said, myself, what are you going to do? How are you going to act? Amen. And God trying to tell me something, I'm trying to talk to myself. God trying to talk to me. I need to be an intensive listener, amen, to God when he speaks, amen. Now, but we all like to talk to ourselves, don't we? I'll do this. Now I'll do that. Now I get this blessing, bless God, just because I do that. Amen. Now I got news for you, friend. Amen. Now we, we just need to get close to God. Amen. And He'll take care of me. Now, what am I going to do? All right? He didn't make the right decision. He made wrong decisions. Now, this ain't even what I was going to preach on. So hang on just a minute. I got to do hours preaching behind this. Amen. All right. Now, I have no room. Now, the problems come along. Amen. I have no room where to bestow my fruit. I don't have nowhere to put it. So now, what am I going to do? Hope a church gets like that. We ain't got no room to put them. What am I going to do? Hear me, church? You got wall this way, the wall that way. That's got you bust that wall. That's got. What are we going to do? Hope the church gets like that. Amen. Now I don't. I don't. I'm like Brother Daniel. This guy don't want to empty. This guy don't want to build it. Amen. Come on now. Hallelujah. So now, hey, hope the church gets like it. Don't know what to do with it. Amen. Glory to God. But God knows what to do with it. And God will fill your church. In case you won't know, bless God. Amen. God will fill your church. Amen. Now, if you mind God, He'll fill the church. Same here right there, church. Glory to God. Amen. He'll do it. You preach, I, I come here and the church is full. I don't know what I'll do. You get you another seat. Daniel, hold out your chair. Amen. But he'll get that full. Amen. Because you got potential. You look on this side, there's potential. You look on that side, there's potential. 
There's young ones. Young people get young people. You got me? Who gets saved? Young people. Do you know hardly any old people get saved? 85% of the people that get saved are under 15 years old. 85% of them. These 15%. You're in the 15% of you. Amen. If you're in this building today and you're over 15 years old, the chances that you'll ever get saved. You wobble around this world. You fool around this world and you get so attached to this world and you get so much pride in your life as God, you won't give your heart to God. Amen? Do you know what? Listen to me for just a minute. Um, up in Wolf Creek, there was two women. 70 years old apiece. Been to church all their life. Raised in church. Taught Sunday school. Done Bible school. Sang in the choir. Done everything. 70 years old. Two of them got saved. Amen. Glory to God. How many 70 year old people you think are lost today? How many of them played church for years and years? Now, I don't mean to be mean. How many of them played? They went to church. Amen? They had the most grouchy attitudes. You know what? Don't bother me. Leave me alone. I bless God. Amen? I'll do what I want to do. You got them old grouchy attitudes? You probably ain't saved. Amen. Now, I know you can get mad at me. This may be the last one I ever preach. Amen. God bless God, but let it be good. Whatever it is, bless God. Amen. Bless God, if you don't have a smile on your face, some joy in your heart, bless God, and some love and kindness, meekness and joy, bless God, and long suffering and peace, bless God, there's something wrong with you. But that's the fruit of the Spirit, bless God, and the Spirit in operation in your life, bless God. If that's not operational, bless God, and the fruit, bless God, are not working. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Had a heart surgery. I come home and brother over talking about them pills. <laughs> Got them what them are percocets. I guess that's perky up ain't what it is. I don't know what it is. They send some home and when I come home and I take them percocets. And these people call me on the phone, you know, these people that sell stuff. And you know, and I get talking to them, and them percocets perk me up real good. Amen. <laughs> Now I got talking about Jesus. Now I got talking and asked if they're saved. Bless God. Now I got bless God told them, tell them, get, tell them about Jesus. You know what? They weren't calling too long. Bless God. Amen. And somebody come down and say, Mama, give me another one of them pills. <laughs> I mean, I didn't care. Bless God. Amen. You know what? And you know what we need in the church? We need a percocet. <laughs> Amen. We get the place where we don't care. Bless God. Amen. We're going to worship God. Amen. We're going to testify. We're going to sing. And we're going to pray. And we're going to shout. Amen. And we're going to pat our foot and tap our hands. Amen. You say, what's worship? Just what I told you. Amen. If you're stomping your foot in church, bless God, that's worship. God likes that. If you're clapping your hand in church, bless God, God likes that. If you're raising your hand in church, God likes that. And bless God, amen. If you're singing vocally, bless God, God likes that too, amen. Whatever you're doing to worship Him, God likes it. Amen. Hallelujah. So if you're just patting your foot in church, you ain't dead. I mean, just some life in there if you're patting your foot. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There's life in us. And you need to, need to exercise it so you have what abundance of life. Amen. Now, so we're not dead. We're not dead. Church ain't dead. You think church dead? Hey! Church ain't dead. Church ain't going dead. It ain't going down either. It's going up. Somebody said, oh, church, no, it ain't. 
down. No, 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 no. God did not save a church to go down. He saved a church to go up. Amen. We're his people. We're his body. He ain't going to forget about us. As long as we're acknowledging him in this world, it's God. He ain't going to forget about us. Hallelujah. If he forgot about anybody, it would have been me. But he ain't forgot about me. And he's not forgot about you. And children, listen. He's not forgot you. He won't ever forget you. You get sick, he can heal you too. If you learn to pray, listen to him for just a minute. Now if you learn to pray and talk to God, miracles can happen. If you learn to pray, most of us, bless God, we just take it and go on. Amen? We don't even talk to God about it. We just go ahead, bless God, do the best we can. Friend, what's wrong with talking to God about it? Amen? I don't care what it is. Them little bitty things, you need to talk to God about them. Amen? Need to praise Him in the good times. When the bad times come, praise Him twice as much. Amen? Hallelujah. He inhabits the praises of His saints. That's when He gets them. Amen? That's when He gets in here, bless God. When you praise Him, bless God, He comes to church. Amen? Glory. Hallelujah. Man, now, I know some preacher, you preach different every time you come. I'm a different preacher every time I come. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, listen. Uh, now, uh, but anyhow, this brethren here, this man who had all the stuff, and he says, what am I going to do? He says, nowhere to put it. When you get fruit, friend, that's increase. Don't you like it in church when the church can get increase? You know, I like, I like the choir when it increases. You can't sing a lick, go up in the choir. You learn. When you practice, get up in the choir. Learn. I don't care if you've got a good voice or not. I don't have one either, but boy, I like to sing. You may not like it, but God does. He said, sing, boy, sing. Amen. Amen. Now listen, let me hurry. Now I will say to my soul, soul. That's a bad thing when you go to talking to your soul like that. Soul, give the wrong information. Thou hast much good laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Soul, this is what you do. You know a soul don't eat, drink, or be merry? Huh? He said, soul, forget you. That's what he said. Soul, I do what I want to. Just forget you. Amen. Now, I'm going to preach on the soul just a minute. Now, I'm going to take time to do that if I run out of time. If I run out of time, two times. Amen. I'm just going to do it. Amen. Now, he said, the soul, eat, drink, or be merry. Your soul don't eat, drink, or be merry. It can be merry. But it does not do natural stuff. Come on now. I know you say, preacher, you're a funny man. Let's God, I tell you what. Now, your soul don't eat grain. Your soul don't enjoy money. Find your stuff. It does not. Your soul, bless God, amen, does not. This man had a big farm. He had a good season. And God sent rain and God sent sunshine. And God, amen, sent a, sent a great crop. Amen. He had a whole lot of stuff. He had money in the bank. A new home. That's God he lived in. Two cars in the garage. A fishing boat. Amen. That's today. Amen. He gave a man that and he ain't got time for church. Amen. All right. Now, all right. And plenty for the future. I've got it made. I've, I've, 
I don't have to worry about nothing. The thing about it is, you know, uh, his soul just couldn't eat that. His soul just couldn't enjoy that. His soul wanted something better than that. Something different. You know what you know what you long for inside? It's some joy. Peace on the inside, amen? Some security on the inside. Amen. That's what you long for. You long for God on the inside. He's the only one that can give that to you, Miss God. But you long for God. Your soul longs for Jesus. Amen. And longs for the peace He gives. And longs for the joy that can be had. Amen. For now and forever. Amen. Miss God. But your soul don't eat grain and stuff, friend. You come to church this morning, you didn't come for your flesh. I know you can dress it up, bring it in here. Make it look good. You ought to. Hallelujah. You ought to look good. For Jesus. Look decent. Like a human being. Like God made us. Amen. You all look good. And you do. You look real good. Some of you look better than others, but you look real good. Amen. But in the sight of God, you all look the same. There ain't nobody saved no better than nobody else in here. You think you'll save better than somebody else? God didn't save you no better than He did nobody else. Oh, we got super saints. I wonder why they're so super. There are people that have the anointing of God on, but they prayed for it, and God gave it to them. Bless God, they saved with God till they got it. Amen, bless God. Amen. They bless God read the book, bless God, and passed their life out until they got the anointing of the Holy Spirit of God. That's what makes them different, friend. The reason you're not like that, bless God, because you won't pull forth effort to get it. Amen. It's available for everybody. It is. Hallelujah. Everybody can have it. That's why we have church, so you can get it. You say, oh, I'd like to be... uh, like so-and-so. Boy, they shout, they sing, they run. What's stopping you? Amen. Amen, Bobby. You can say amen to that. They all won't be like you in case you don't know. Amen. I won't be like him. Full of the Holy Ghost. All you got to do is ask. All you got to do is submit yourself to God. God, here I am. I'm open. God, fill me. And let me say something to you, church. One time filling ain't going to work. Every day you got to be filled. And then the next 30 minutes, you got to be filled again. Amen, bless God. But bless God, there's all kinds of feelings, all kinds of feelings, bless God. Amen, you can have, bless God. The apostles got filled at Pentecost. Chapter 4, they got filled again. Amen. Hallelujah. So you got to get filled for everything. When you get up in the morning, send another bowl of cereal your wife puts on the table or you put it on her yourself. They don't cook no more. You know that little bowl of cereal? Well, you're thanking God for letting you live. And that's going to be Lord in your life. You're blessing a little bowl of cereal. You say, Lord, why are you doing that? Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Why are you doing all that? God, fill me with the Holy Ghost today. But well, I sure need your power. But I've got to walk with you. You're going to need it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm going to walk with you, Lord. And I want to walk with you. And I want to be right. Help me, Jesus. You know what? When you get that, when you get that way every morning, depending on God, and He walks with you all day, the next day you'll want to do it. 
The next day, God, you've got to do it again today. Next, amen. Now listen to me, church, for this minute. Now, you say, well, preacher, where this minute? I don't know. I hadn't planned nothing up. You know what? Now, and, and, but it's, this is this it. This is what you need, or God wouldn't give it to me. Amen. But now, you know what? God is that good. Amen. He can do that. We need the Spirit for everyday walking and everyday living. And young folk, you hear me? You are to pray. If there's one prayer you ever prayed in your life, and if you're saved, you are to pray for God to fill you with the Holy Ghost. I know what you're going to say. Why, well, preacher, if I pray for, the, for God to fill me with the Holy Ghost, I'm not speaking tongues. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You won't. You got me? Why seek the best gift is prophecy. Amen? Why I said that one word spoken with, with understanding is better than 10,000 with no understanding. Amen? Yes. Now, if you want to speak in tongues, go home and get in the closet. Amen? Just don't do it in the church. Amen? You say, well, preacher, might I speak in tongues? Go home. Bless God if you want to get in the closet. Go ahead! Don't jump on me now. Amen? <laughs> Glory to God. Now listen. But in the church, brother, in the church, listen to me now. One word. For understanding, for edifying to the body of Christ. That you be edified. That somebody understand what you're saying and Jesus be glorified. Amen? Amen. That's better. Amen. Come on now. Everybody's reaching me bad. Just say amen. <laughs> somebody said we're after John. We ain't at or John the Baptist. Bless God. Amen. We're Baptists. And we believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen? You're saved by the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The baptism in water ain't done a thing to work for you. He ain't saved you. He ain't washed nothing away. He ain't done nothing for you. Amen. It's just a testimony, Lord. I'm saved. I'm going down. Bless God. Dead. Come up alive. Amen. That's the way it works. I mean, I've been, I've been lost, but now I'm found. Amen. Bless God. I, and friend, God can do that. Now, listen. Now, uh, Bible says that we don't live by bread alone, but by what? By every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Amen. Huh? That's how you live. Amen. Bread alone. You don't live by that alone. You got to have bread. Steaks. Amen. All that stuff that's got amen. You got to have that to live. But not alone. That just takes care of one part of you. Your body. But by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. That's good. Amen. amen. You know what? Now, a whole lot of other stuff I preach, but I won't, I won't preach on that right now. But you know what? God said now, you fool to that man. said, your soul shall be required of you this night. Could I ask you something? If you die right now, will you go to heaven? One of the lady back there shaking her head. <laughs> yep, last week, bless God, amen, she wouldn't win. Amen, this morning, bless God, I can go now. <laughs> and I right now, I'll go. And friend, there's some of you sitting in the building today and you can't say that. If you died right now, will you go to heaven? You know, death comes when you least expect it. You ever watch television? News 13? On the interstate when an 18-year-old boy got killed? 16-year-old girl got killed? A man-man got shot with a gun? You ever watch this? Amen? You ever run over with cars? Everything else, they're dying. All ages, little, big. Somebody shot a little girl. Bless God, amen. All this stuff. You don't know when you're going. There's one thing about it, amen? If I asked you the question, would you go to heaven if you died tonight? There's one of them you can't answer. You might know you're going to heaven, but you don't know if you're going to die or not or not. 
I get in my bed sometimes and I say, no, Lord, my little heart just flopping all around. I say, God, I'm giving out. I'm tired. Is this tonight? Am I going tonight? I'm anticipating. Are you going now? Am I? Now, I don't know, but I do know this one thing. When I go, I know where I'm going. Amen. I know where I'm going. Don't know when, but I know where. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Now, listen to me just a minute. Let me hurry. Now, so, uh, let me just give you a thought or two. And I, I skip uh, over into 16th chapter of the book of Luke to the rich man. Now, I take that rich man over and put him over here. How's that? I'll be all right? Now, but let me, let me tell you about a soul right early. Now, I got to, out of time. Amen. Soul. Let me give you a definition of soul out of the, out of the, out of the dictionary. It says this about a soul. Soul consists of a person's intelligence. This is his understanding, perceiving, knowing, and intelligence. You didn't know that your soul, did you? When God made Adam, he took a little pile of dirt out there, dust. You ever hear him dust up? That man logs. <laughs> I used to log. He ran over stuff, bless God, the dust is just. Just dust. It's hard to put together. But God took some dust and He made a man. Put all that stuff in you. You got in you now. Everything that's in the body. He put all that stuff in there. But He didn't do nothing. He just laid there. You ever notice that? He didn't do a thing. But God breathed into it through the nostrils, bless God, and become what? A living soul. God put a soul in the body. Amen? So every soul that's in the body, God puts it in there. So you got a soul, and your soul ain't going to never die. There's one time you was not, but there ain't time, bless God, you won't be. Because God put a soul in your body. This soul, is this what I'm trying to explain to you? This is what God put in there that weighs about three ounces. When you die, you'll lose it. Have you ever been in a hospital room or somewhere where somebody dies? Have you ever been there? I know this, this is not real, real exciting to you. Dying ain't, but one day you're going to do it. You ever, you ever been there when they die? And you notice the eyes close and they don't see nothing. You ever notice the mouth closes and they don't say nothing? You ever notice the lungs and the heart don't beat no more? They don't breathe no more. They don't feel no more. You ever wondered, when all that's a scary thing, ain't it? I've wondered about it myself. Whatever made them live and move and see and hear is not in there anymore. Mm-mm. Amen? But now, wherever that, whatever was in there, that's the soul, quits all that, where does it go? It goes somewhere. That's what I'm going to try to explain to you right now. It goes somewhere. This being that lives inside you, that makes you see, hear, talk, move, bless God, makes you think, bless God. Heaven still got the brain. But hey, read of a rich man that died, bless God, and went to hell. And hell lifted up his eyes. And I, and I want to preach on him, but I, I won't have a lot of time to do that. Amen. But I want you to notice something. Amen. Uh, I, I didn't get all the soul, but I just, I just leave that part out because I am behind. 
I'll come back maybe two or three years from now, maybe, and preach the rest of the sermon. Right? But the rich man died. They took his body and buried him. They had a funeral. And they paraded. They put him in a tomb, rolled a stone up, probably like Jesus, amen, in that day. And they had a parade and they celebrated his life, bless God. His body was in the grave, but his soul was somewhere else. There's a separation. His soul was in hell. You know what in hell? He had all the characteristics, amen, that you have in a soul. You know what in the soul in hell? He could feel the heat. He you know in hell he could talk. He could holler over Lazarus. Amen. Abraham, send Lazarus over here and bring me some water. Just a touch. He had intelligence. He knew, bless God, he was in the flame. Amen. He could hear Abraham talk to him. He had a conscience, bless God. The five brothers warned them, don't let them come here. He could hear, see, feel. All that went to hell. Now you hear me? You say, well, preacher, I'll get out of this body. I won't have to worry about it. You know, they got people now that has graveyard sleep. Just go out there and put them in the grave and you just sleep in the grave. Ain't working. Don't even sound good. I don't want to go out there and sleep in no grave. Do you? No, glory to God. I want to go walk and praise God. Bless God. In my spirit, amen, in my soul. I want to go there. Don't want to go to hell. Anybody here want to go to hell? Ain't nobody in this place, bless God, said I want to go to hell. Ain't nobody desires to go there, but there is a place. And it is real as heaven is. And ain't nobody wants to go. There ain't nobody in this building wants to go. But I got news for you today. You don't have to. You sit in this building day long to that God. Amen. You can make your trip down this altar. Yes. And you can say, Jesus, I don't want to go to hell. I want you to save me by grace. Father, I believe you died for my sin and you bled, bless God, and you rose again. And say right hand to the Father, I want you to come into my heart and save me. You know what you'll do? Exactly what you asked him to do. You cry if you want to and all that stuff, but the crime won't save you. He won't. You can confess all the sins you want to, but that confession won't save you. But you know what will save you? Accepting Jesus as your Savior. Confessing Him as Jesus. Christ, the Son of the living God. That'll save you. You take care of the other parts. Just, just get Him. You take care of everything else. All the sin you had. All you ever will have. This guy. He take care of that if you just get Him. What you do for Jesus, what you do about your soul, you'll have to do it while you're breathing. Yes. God will save your soul. Yes. Yes. While you're breathing. Yes. While you're living. You can't do it after you're dead. I don't care how many beads they've got. You ain't going to purgatory. You're going to hell. Or you're going to heaven. Yes. Don't matter how much you're used to praying for the dead. They have a song somewhere. I don't hope you can get it one of these days. The saying, don't pray for me after I'm gone. No use. It's done. It's done. You know, I'm glad I got enough sense to know that. Amen. 
I'm glad God gave me enough intelligence that's got a man to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ to be saved. I'm glad He gave me that much intelligence. But if He didn't give me that much intelligence, I'd be saved in Him. But He would never know. Could never understood. Now, listen. Do you know how many messages they are in what I was going to preach today? There is at least six hours of preaching on where are the dead. Do you know where I'll be when I die? Don't pray for me when I'm gone. Just praise God that I'm gone. I had a church one time. I said, don't wait for me when I'm gone. I said, okay. <laughs> you can figure that. Amen. Don't cry. I know where I am. And I want to tell you, the old man, his wife died. And somebody come up and said, oh, I'm sorry, sir. You lost your wife. He says, no, I didn't. I know exactly where she is. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Now listen to me for just a minute. We're made out of dust, and you're dust you shall return. You know what you walk around in right now? Big pile of dirt. And your dirt ain't no better than nobody else's dirt. Some just got more than others. But it's just dirt. That's, that's the end result of your body, is that. Amen. But glorify God in your body. And in your spirit, Amen. So everything you can get your body to do, glorify God in you. You know, they cremate some people and they scatter their ashes out, throw them out on top of Nations Creek. And the dust just falls, I mean, up on Joe Mountain. They just take an airplane up and just throw them ashes out. Probably got some old Joe house too. I told my wife the other day, she said, the house is dusty. So there's probably three or four people laying there. That's the end result. Dust. Somebody said cremation. I thought I don't care what you do with me. You can create me, throw me in the river. I don't. I don't really care. Amen. It don't make any difference what you do with me after I'm gone. Just don't do it while I'm here. Amen. <laughs> There's a preacher's brother, and he was dying, had cancer. He told his brother, he said, "Now, would you bury me before it gets dark?" He said, "Why?" He said, give me time to get situated in there before it gets dark. <laughs> there's people, you know, there's people that think like that. Amen. That they go put them in there, in the grave. You know, and they go be situated, just lay around in there. It's not happening. We're saved by grace, kept by grace, and we're going somewhere by grace, friend. Amen. Amen. The church is going up, bless God, and the rest of the unsaved world is going to hell. Do you know where the biggest evangelistic field is in the world? You know where it is? It's in the church. Sitting right in the congregation of the pews in the church is the biggest missionary field in the world. You go down old John Osteen's, get to preach a message or two in there, there ain't no telling what would happen, amen? But the mission, biggest missionary field, amen, in the world, in the church. Deceive people. Never ask Jesus to come in their heart and save them. They sign the card. They're baptized. They join the church. They 
do Sunday school. They do everything else, but they're lost without God. What about you? Are you a fake? Or you got the real genuine? My daughter works in the bank. I guarantee you, you can give her a counterfeit $20 bill. And she can tell you the real from the genuine just by feeling it. Foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal that God knows them that are His. Does He know you? You sang a song? Hallelujah! I know Him! But better than that is what? He knows me. Glory to God! Now I sang that the other day. Didn't want nobody to hear it, but I was. <laughs> he knows me! That little fellow that sings, I'm saved to the uttermost. Well, that's good, son. I got to think about that other day, and I said, I'm saved that much. How much is that? I couldn't figure it out. It was this much, and this much, and this much, and much more. You know what the Bible says? That we're more than conquerors. Somebody said, how much is that? Do you know if you're more than conquerors? That means you occupy. Bless God, amen. You are now in possession of, amen. If you're more than conquerors, you conquered it, but now you've got it, amen. Bless God, bless God, it's in you. Bless God, and you're possessed by it, amen. Glory to God, we're possessed people, in case you didn't know. Some people possessed by I'm possessed by the Holy Ghost. What are you possessed by? Lust? Carnality? Holy Ghost is better. He better. He make no mistake. He better. You ever come to church and you feel him start up his leg or that leg? Do you? Ever start up the arm? Sometimes he gets in the arm. I mean, the love of God shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost which is given to us. Amen? It's all over you. It get all over you. Old Dan go to kicking his leg every once in a while and you say, what's wrong with him? Something got down in there. Holy Ghost is occupying. Mm-mm. Praise the Lord. Now then listen to me. You may not come to the altar this morning, but you'll have to decide. You'll have to decide. What will I do with Jesus? Then at the end, what will He do with you? Amen. I'm just going to love Him. I'm just going to honor him. You get a song? Now, I'm, I may preach a little long. But that's just who I am. So get used to it. The next person may not preach 15 minutes. Just say, I wish Larry would come back and preach one of them long ones. Amen. If you would rest me seat, please. But God is so good. And he wants you to be one of his boys. If your girl wants his daughter. He just wants you. I was reading at church this morning. Not to see or be seen. But to invite you to Jesus. And tell you that he loves you. And he cares. And he wants you. He said if you come to him, I want to know why. Cast you out. Ain't no way he'll lose you. You know what the will of God is? 
that all this is in John 6, 30, John 6 and 36, I think it is. But all that the Father give me, I'll what? Lose none. That's the will of the Father. I should lose none of it. All that the Father gives me. God is so good. Go ahead. While they sing. Do you know how it feels to know something's missing and hear a still small voice? There is some feeling in this, you know. Keep dismissing. Do you know how it feels to be troubled inside? There is something that makes you do what you for do. You on a Oh, you are loved by the 